on Friday, March 13th, right around 2 p.m., people began streaming into Chapel Hill Public Library. Up until that point, it had been kind of a slow week. But suddenly, and for the next four hours, staff could not check out books and movies fast enough. In that brief window, the people of Chapel Hill checked out more items than they had in the previous five days combined. We waived checkout limits, we waived fines, we bumped elbows with old friends, we checked in on some of our more vulnerable, regular visitors. We answered a seemingly never-ending stream of phone calls and questions. Busy? Chapel Hill Public Library knows how to do busy. We can do busy for days. And then, just like that, it was 6 p.m. We closed and locked our doors. We papered over the windows. We put up the signs. And the phones, they've almost stopped ringing. My name is Robin. I am a librarian at Chapel Hill Public Library. Coming back to the library without the members of the public was a little bit bizarre. It's like seeing the library in a different light. I'm now noticing things like the sound of rain on the roof or the sound of the trees and the wind outside. And I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying that little quiet or even quieter moments of our days. And now I've got that to focus on. It means that I can step away from the news and the media and I can just enjoy the silence. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm Molly, and this is Recollecting Chapel Hill, a podcast from Chapel Hill Public Library's Remote Outpost. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know our mission, to share stories of our community's history from the inside out and bottom up. Usually that means sharing stories from the past in the voices of the people who lived that history. We're not totally sure how to document and share history of the present moment. So I'm imagining a future generation learning about that time in 2020 when the whole world shut down, trying to slow the spread of a deadly virus. What should we tell them? What should we tell our future selves? Real talk, it's feeling like a lot right now. Kids are home, grownups are home. We're all trying to figure out how to do this thing. Settling in for the long haul. And at the podcast, we're thinking about how we can best serve our community and history. We don't know, not yet. Uh, But we'd love to keep hearing your voices. The messages we've received over the past week were sometimes scared, sometimes funny, and we're going to share those messages with you today. And you out there, you right now listening to my voice, you are the living history we want to hear. Head to chapelhillhistory.org or call us at 919-960-1736. That's 919-960-1736. Tell us what's changed in your world. Tell us about the quiet. 
there. My name is Jen. I live near Southern Village in Chapel Hill. We've been in quarantine for a few weeks now. I'm home, single mom with my two little boys, aged 12 and a half and 10 and a half. The halves are important. Right now, I'm trying to decide whether or not to go to the grocery store. I'm pretty anxious. I'm pretty worried about whether there'll be people there. I just spent a measurable amount of time Googling what the best times to go to the grocery store are. Tomorrow, my kids start school from home. Still haven't received any communication from the district about what that's really going to look like. I've been looking at my email, hoping to find out. Still don't know what to expect. Um, really nervous about being my kid's teacher while working from home full time. I don't think I'm going to be very good at either. We, um, our day-to-day lives are completely different than they were a month ago. And the prevailing feeling seems to be anxiety. My kids and I went for a walk and some people walked too close to us and we all went home and we talked about how worried it made us. Everything feels worrisome. Getting an Amazon package feels worrisome. My ex-husband confided that he's a little afraid of his mail. None of us know what to expect and what to worry about, but it all feels really unknowable. I'm glad to check in with you, and I'm glad you're collecting these stories. Bye. Hello. My name is Shannon. Years ago, when I worked in the Brevard County Library System in Florida as a circulation assistant, A sweet older woman dropped off some bags of books with the help of a caretaker. As I took the books out of the bag to place on a cart, I noticed a large, older edition of Walt Whitman's Leaves of Grass. It was substantial, the size of a coffee table book. I opened it and discovered that large marijuana leaves were dried between many of the pages, and there were a lot of them. The leaves were green, but very dry and crumbled when touched, and they had obviously been in the book for a very long time. I liked to think at the time, and now still, that this sweet older woman had a son, and 40 years ago or so, he was a teenager. And this teenage boy, in their garage or his bedroom, placed these marijuana leaves to dry in this specific book because he thought it terribly funny to do so in Walt Whitman's Leaves of Grass. This call is now being recorded. My name is John Howie, Jr., honky-tonk country singer these days. Um, Let's see, I'm a father. uh, I'm just trying to get through this coronavirus pandemic scare like everyone else. When Kenny Rogers died, I put a snippet on Facebook of me doing part of one of his songs. I don't need you, I don't need friendship. I don't need peace and harmony. I don't
I was going to do is continue to put up little snippets of me covering some some of my favorite songs and try to get people to donate to um, like the Venmo that's been set up for Raleigh restaurant workers and music venue workers or some of the Venmos and PayPals that have been set up for people who are struggling in the Chapel Hill Carborough area, people who worked at the Nightlight or the Cat's Cradle, um, you know, or, or, or the cave or wherever those, those people who, who are going to be in trouble. Cause I've worked at the cave for eight years when I was a touring musician and it was great. It gave me all the freedom that I needed. The money was, was, was fine, especially combined with what I was making in the $2 pistols. And, um, you know, but that was a period when I had no responsibilities. You know, I was in my late twenties and up, up through my mid thirties. Um, but if this had happened, at that time, I would have been screwed. I don't know what I would have done. So I'm concerned for those people. Um, so I'm going to try and do what I can to get people who do have money to point it in the direction of those people. Other than that, one day at a time, you know, I don't, I don't go anywhere near anyone else. Um, got plenty of food right now, you know, just waiting to see what happens like everybody else, I guess. Hi, this is Martha. Um, I love Dorothy Sayers and I have not read all of her books because I rationed them out to myself slowly because I want there to always be a Dorothy Sayers book in the world that I've never read. So I read one every year or so, maybe every two years, but I thought this was a desperate time. So I'm looking forward to reading. I can't remember which one I ordered. <laughs> It's one of the ones I haven't read. Anyway, whatever Dorothy Sayers book it was that I ordered, I'm looking forward to it arriving in the mail. I honestly can't think of anything more comforting to me right now than reading about Lord Peter Whimsey and Harriet Vane solving a mystery together. My name's Abby. My name is Lupe. I've, I've been looking at a fashion book from the from the public library. And I'm proud, and I like, I like having, I like being here safe and sound at home with my grandma and grandpa and my mom and dad being, encouraging me to, to wherever I go. I'm really into fashion now, but since the stores are closed, I, I, I've been, I've been, I've been connecting my clothes with a pink soft jacket. Have a good day. Stay safe. Hi, this is Kristen. My partner is a microbiologist and he is not able to go to work right now. They've shut his lab down for a couple months. Um, so his last time going out shopping to Costco. He went out looking for milk and he didn't find any, but he came home with a bunch of plants. Um, 
So he potted all of the flowers. Um, he's been watering them and giving them their plant food. And twice a day, he moves them from their table to the windowsill to get enough sunlight. He very lovingly um, cuts out all the dead spots to make sure they're thriving. And as someone who has a brown thumb, who cannot keep a single thing alive, um, I just feel really lucky that I get to watch him settle into this new routine. Um, and I feel lucky that someone is growing flowers for me. I slipped the pizza boxes and medicine onto the front stoop. I stepped back and texted my son to come out and get his supper. My son is a single father of four young boys. One of them poked his head out of the doorway. Hi, Grandpa. Back inside. You can't come out here. You know you're sick. Earlier that day, my son checked his boys' temperatures because they were displaying flu symptoms, headache, coughing, sneezing, and congestion. He feared the worst and called the doctor. After he described his son's symptoms, the doctor told him they didn't meet the criteria for COVID-19 testing. Yesterday, my son's youngest turned seven. My wife and I wrapped his presents, loaded up camp chairs into the car, and headed to my son's house. We set the chairs up on the sidewalk, placed the presents on the stoop, and texted my son to come out. All four boys streamed out of the house with my son. We admonished them to keep their distance as the birthday boy opened his presents. Soon they all trooped back inside, and we faced time the happy birthday song, blowing out the candles, having cake and ice cream. It's a strange paradox when our care and concern forces us away from our loved ones. These are scary times. But we are all in this time together, our global village, on our tiny blue dot in our corner of the Milky Way galaxy in the limitless universe. Stay safe out there. And in the immortal words of Mr. Spock, may we live long and prosper. Hey guys, um, it's Crystal. It's um, Tuesday night, 10.30, way past my bedtime. It's the 24th of March. It's raining. And this picture from my childhood popped into my head. I loved being in front of a camera growing up. Friends and I would spend whole days dressing one another up, slathering makeup across our faces, teasing our hair, or sometimes even sporting wigs and having full on Kodak disc camera photo shoots with themes and whatever little props we could find. Okay, so this picture that popped in my head, I found it tonight and it's even better than I remembered. I'm clad in a pink bathing suit with orange palm trees, a big white butterfly clip pulling back one side of my hair and black general store wayfarers that I'm pretty certain had faux neon paint splatters. I am spread out across a towel, clutching a tall glass of water, and oddly, there's an empty bamboo tray in front of me. I'm not sure what that was all about. Anyways, this photo shoot, um, it wasn't at a beach or by a pond or a lake or a river or a creek or a pool. It was on my concrete driveway on a dead-end street in suburban Charlotte. There I am making the most out of a latchkey kid summer when I was clearly dreaming of being on a beautiful beach far, far away. 
And you know what makes the picture even better than I remembered? If I squint my eyes just enough, the shadow of a tree on the concrete behind me looks kind of like an ocean wave coming in. Thank you to John Howie Jr., who gave us permission to use the clip of the Kenny Rogers song that he posted on Facebook. If you're not familiar with John Howie Jr.'s work, you should go check him out. You can find him on Facebook and Instagram. We'll put links to his pages in our show notes. And I also wanted to give you one more incentive to head over to chapelhillhistory.org. You know that picture that Crystal described of her 10-year-old self? dreaming of the beach we've got that too you can go check out crystal's picture and find more john howie and leave us a message at chapelhillhistory.org okay back to dolly <laughs> 